Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Flash family, are going through every single issue of every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week, we are tackling volume 9 of The Flash, entitled Reckoning of the Forces. This is written by Joshua Williamson, with art by Christian Deuce and Scott Collins. But I am not alone to review this uh, here volume. Unfortunately... Uh, Malcolm will not be joining us this week. Uh, he hated this volume so much that he decided to skip it. And no, he's he's actually very sick. Uh, please give him uh, all your well wishes. Please send him some healing vibes. He is he is deathly sick right now. So Malcolm, heal you, up Malcolm. soon. Hope the Speed Force gives you your enhanced healing quickly. But I am thankfully joined by the person who has been chosen by the Strength Force. He's your favorite trickster and mine. It's Jacob Brown. Oh, trickster angry, trickster smash, trickster tell joke. What is radio DJ's two sons' name? Eric and Ricky. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, you are so dumb for that. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> trickster I, trickster not joker and i am the man who is just trying to hold my fucking life together i'm eric azana uh th that's real folks no i i'm <laughs> <What's> real <laughs> no oh, i uh i'm i'm ex i'm very interested because we were uh Again, Malcolm is not going to be able to make this, but Jacob and I were talking off mic, and he let it slip that, folks, he liked this one. <laughs> now, I remember back when I was reading this, this was the point in the run that I dropped off. I, <laughs> I went through the, uh, the trickster stuff, and after the trickster stuff was done, I said, not for me, thanks. Mm -hmm. And I left it. <laughs> so once we get past a certain point and for a little while here before I drift back in, we're in uncharted territory for me alongside Jacob. Hooray! So, I'm not alone! <laughs> <laughs> I do also want to give a quick update on Mission Impossible Brown. Uh, Jacob... You've uh, now watched all of the Mission Impossible films. Uh, I have watched everything up until uh, Dead Reckoning. I just saw it last night, actually. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> We're obviously going to wait for Malcolm, so probably next week to give the full, uh, full breakdown, including Jacob's uh, full breakdown on which movies equate to which Bond films. You want to yeah. know what they are? Stay tuned for next week. But I'm very excited that we have turned you into a believer with these Mission Impossible films. And I I, I, I will always choose to accept the mission. I will yes. always do it now yeah. after this. Uh, so much so that I'm probably going to go see that movie again <laughs> just to be sure that I got everything until what? Next year when it comes, the second part comes out or something like probably. that? Probably. Okay. Depending yeah. on, you know, striking and everything and how much of that movie is actually done. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I, I'm very excited, and I, I'm really, pr- I'm proud of you. I'm Thank you. You know, you. I, I, I never even saw the trailer for it. So like, when I saw like a certain person come up into the movie, being his partner, being Tom Cruise's new Bond girl, I guess you could say, I laughed my ass off, and was just like, oh, this is already a great movie. I, <laughs> I was the, only, I was like the only one in the theater, and I screamed that out, and just Excellent. like, I already love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and dig into this, my friend. We are kicking things off with issue number 52. And, of course, I think... If this was a new 52, this would be the last one, right? Be the last one. Can you imagine if this issue was the last issue of the whole series? I think that would be awesome. (laughs) No, it would not. (laughs) What a way to end. (laughs) No, it would not. You're a liar. (laughs) Everyone Uh, would hate it. And I'd be like, all right, that's that's, this is already good. But I do think that appropriately, with it being issue 52, we pop right into the multiverse. Multiversity is uh, a book that our good friend Gmo covered and is a wonderful little story. And it's where we got this fun map from that literally everyone uses if you're in the DC universe. Yeah. Um, But they are currently in this uh house of heroes it's this multiversal haven where all the heroes of the multiverse meet up for multiversal excursions and so barry is there looking fit the guy is looking yeah. fit that is a like, skin tight costume like holy shit what is like uh, i guess running works everything in your body apparently uh, so for barry it does i guess I, I, yeah i guess that's what happens I want to get a chest just from running so fast that I can like, you know. Do you and me both, man? I just, yeah. I just want this, this midsection he's rocking right now. Exactly. Yeah. I want, I want that symbol to ch- like to pop out further than my chin. That's what I need. <laughs> He's looking very crimson chin right now, just from like all of that. And so we see Barry is at the House of Heroes to try and get the help of the other flashes of the multiverse and i love this because he has no fucking idea what's going on with this force barrier thing he's like i don't know what the fuck's going on have you guys heard of this shit and everybody's like no what are you talking about but we get some really fun um flash variants which i was always really excited to see uh we get wally west from the kingdom come uh yeah the kingdom come story one of my favorite yeah. stories um, really cool. we see b- a bizarro flash who says he he does know what the flash is but then it made me but laugh it's I was like, oh wait yeah. it's bizarro yeah. speaking i was like oh wait that's right he doesn't know okay yeah that's what is him is saying it okay. i i had that same exact thought because bizarro rules are always arbitrary and they don't mean anything exactly but i i laughed when i when i realized it's like oh yeah that's right he's saying he knows nothing <laughs> we my have favorite a, though <laughs> yeah is your is it your red tornado no it's the one next to him <laughs> oh the little guy it's the it's little guy the, it's flash might it's yeah. flash might it's literally a flash might right there oh my god it's my favorite i was like <laughs> oh my god even the flash has one that's adorable oh, oh i'm sure they've right. all got one Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Paul Rubens. I love yeah. you so much. Oh, oh, my gosh. 
So that's just a just a little moment right there that I realized reading that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have if you go to the big splash page, far off in the right side, the right hand side there, we have Stan Lee's Flash, one of my favorite Flash designs. What? Uh, where is? This? Oh wait, is it, that the one? It, it's the woman in the all white with the uh, the tassels coming out. Yes. Yes. Okay. One of oh, my favorite Flash designs. That like, is. I yeah. genuinely think that this needs to be retconned into an actual like in canon speedster because this design drives so fucking hard. Oh yeah. If you yeah. don't know what I'm talking about, listener, um, Stan Lee did a whole Stan Lee's Justice League where he reimagined all of the different members at the time of the Justice League. And mm -hmm. this flash design is the best out of all of them. It's so yes. fucking cool. Yes, I, I agree. I thought you were going to mention the uh, the weird like no shirt flash that's just like Gaston basically. Uh, oh yeah, with the, just that with the pants and just the symbol on his bare chest, and he's all hairy and and the no, and the flash he's, he, head. That, that's not a bare chest. That's is Aqua that Flash. Oh, that's Aqua Flash. Oh, God, that's so funny. That's a little amalgam <laughs> of uh, Aquaman and Flash. You can tell because of the belt has the Aquaman symbol. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's what yeah. that is. Oh, my God. So, wait, can he run really fast underwater or swim really fast? What What is the... I'm assuming so. What is... Okay, all right. Because does he communicate to the Speed Force with his... Uh, with his like uh like yeah is he able to communicate i don't get it okay that's very funny <laughs> it, <laughs> it's a really vast funny. array I of multiverse think, i thought i literally thought it was <laughs> i literally thought it was some guy that just didn't buy a shirt and just is wearing gloves and a he didn't buy a shirt the symbol on his chest and a, yeah it just like doesn't is not i'm not bothered that's what the <laughs> the hands on the hips he's like i'm not bothered right now yeah <laughs> it's like hey, have i got a smart water what are we doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm supposed to hydrate every uh two hours uh can anyone uh give me a glass of water Please. Uh, so we see everybody's basically like, no, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about, my dude. And the Flash is like, all right, cool. I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do here. And then all of a sudden he gets uh, some advice from essentially the three the three flash enforcers let's say uh because yes. we've got <laughs> we, we, we've got a montana we've got a fancy dan and we've got the other one <laughs> no the we turtle. have an ox uh, <laughs> i i love this though i love seeing it's johnny thunder from uh, earth 18 he's a western style uh flash we have the accelerated man who i always love seeing he's basically steampunk flash and then like, i uh, yeah. forget what the fuck this guy's name is but he's a turtle <laughs> yeah. uh he's it's, it's so good <laughs> I, I have to look this up because he pops up every so often um flash do you, do you think like his villain is like um like, oh it's got to be a hair Cole? Yeah, that's what's gay. It's got to be a rabbit. Like he's got to be like a Captain Cold-looking rabbit, you know, something like that. Or like, uh, if he's the turtle, then like maybe the turtle equivalent is a rabbit who's just too fast and stuff and stuff, but really slow. I don't know. Maybe. 
Give me that big uh, old flag. Let me see here. Where? <laughs> no, not the turtle. The turtle. By the way, speaking on the turtle, that was was he in the Flash Grant Gustin show? Because that sound because I keep hearing that because the I was turtle like, the turtle was in the in the uh, Grant Gustin show. Yeah, yeah, he was like he was he was he was like causing slowness all around him and stuff yeah. like that. Right? Okay. For I, for like for one um one little issue. Something yeah, for like one that. issue essentially. Yeah, yeah, like a little one shot episode or so. I I. I have to say, I really liked that character. I love, I love opposites in terms of our villains. You know, uh, like being like, uh, you know, the Flash being so fast. I love a character that's like really slow and affecting everybody, and he's just so slow that he can't even catch him. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's uh, it's the he comes from Earth C. He's the Zoo Crew. The he's, Zoo Crew. He's, he's part of the Zoo Crew. Um. It, it fastback is his name fastback fastback <laughs> is it, it it's the same uh he's on the same team as captain carrot the that's super, what it is the superman rabbit yeah 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 very cool yeah love love familiar. seeing love seeing love they seeing. actually they it's funny because in rebirth they actually reintroduced captain carrot during like a multiversity style yeah. story in the superman book uh -huh. super good Really, really, really good stuff. Yeah, I love seeing the zoo crew. But so basically, Fastback tells him is like, "Didn't you ever go on a force quest?" And Flash is like, "What the fuck is a forced force quest?" <laughs> He's like, "Y'all ever went backpacking in Europe for a summer just to see what the world is like?" Seriously, you just got a fast track on the on the 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 the, the, the Flash Force, the, the 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 Lightning Force there. I ca no I kind of want I kind of want him to be voiced by uh by Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like ah uh, oh man, did you ever go on a Force quest? Like I I think it'd be great. It pops up <laughs> voiced by Tom Hanks. Why not? Hey 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 hey! Listen listen, Buzz Buzz, you need to look. You need to understand, Buzz. Rule are a flash. You're not some sort of wizarding guy. You are an action figure. If Flash goes, you are a sad, strange little turtle. <laughs> and you have my pity. Farewell. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> that movie fucking rules. Um, so Flash is like, all right, I'll I'll think about it. I gotta head back to my reality. Have fun just hanging around this giant orb, I guess. And he leaves. <laughs> We head back into Central City, where we find ourselves with the trickster. Yeah. Our boy. Our boy. So this Our is, as we've stated before, man. he is uh, Trickster 2. This is Axel. He is the little junior trickster of the rogues. And he is apparently entering into a plea deal with the detectives of the CCPD to out Warden Wolf's corruption. Uh -huh. And no one is supposed to know they're there. However, they're suddenly attacked by Hawkman and Hawk. I mean, um, this is uh, <laughs> the Vulture and uh, no, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, um, uh, uh, ooh, yikes! Uh, uh, Nightwing and Flamebird. Wait, no, uh, no, no, shit. Um, it's Archangel and uh, no, oh no, uh, that's no, that's uh, uh, the the Para Angels is uh, who these people are. Um, that's it. They're weird. They're weird. 
Uh, <laughs> let's just let's be honest here. They're weird. And I think it's, it's, it's hilarious. Weird, right? that, that they combine like the parademons with like, it's like they stole the technology for the parademons and they just made wings out of, yeah, that, yeah. they were inspired by Hawkman. And that's, why. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We have uh, not seen them before. I don't know if we're going to see them again. Yeah. Uh, they seem but... like an original villains yeah yeah. so they grab trickster hoist him off into the sky and they talk about how he's uh he's talking to the wrong people and so they their (laughs) client has uh, ordered them to come get him and so we can assume that this is warden wolf who has uh sussed out uh trickster trying to out his corruption and so he sent these guys him and his like uh, castle up uh, over in the at the at the, at the penitentiary <laughs> has released the flying monkeys to pretty yeah, much go capture Do- Dorothy. And, I was just and gonna say th- this photo. this week's uh, Scarlet Witch had her basically go to Oz, and so that was my first thought too. I was like, oh yeah, Warden Wolf is now the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> And so we see the flashes on the scene. He jumps off into the air and socks this one of the pair of angels right on the jaw. Yeah. Uh, they drop Trickster. Flash goes to catch him. Uh, but that is when Commander Cold is on the scene. And he's got his fun little aero bike his, that he ripped straight off of Hawkeye from West Coast Avengers. Like, <laughs> this thing is dope as fuck. It's really cool. <laughs> And so he's just, and I love this too. He's just like, wouldn't worry about them, kid. The air is about to get chilly. Don't get fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) And so he goes after the pair of angels. He completely freezes one of them, uh, which makes them fall out of the sky and to the streets below. Flash has to catch them before he shatters. And Commander Cole's just like, yeah, man, whatever. And <laughs> Flash turns around. <laughs> Axel's gone. He has absconded. Uh, however, as he is making his escape and takes a moment for a breather in an alleyway, the ground erupts underneath him and drags him under before resealing itself. Yeah, Sam Raimi just came in and was like, I'm yeah. dragging you to hell. And Drag right. me to hell. <laughs> yeah. And so Flash, after looking for him, couldn't find him. He goes back. He sees that Commander Cold has taken out both of the uh, parent angels. And the two of them argue because Commander Cold is one of those guys who's like, I'm here to get anything done. I, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to take these guys out. And Flash is like, you have to follow the law. And Commander Cole goes, law. law. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Judge Strand over here. This is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. (laughs) Oh, man. Justice is my breakfast. So we cut back to uh, to Castlevania over here, where Warden Wolf is like, <laughs> "You lost him. You two take Trickster to meet a judge and won't even tell me what it was for." And these two detectives, blah, <laughs> blah and these two detectives are uh, getting basically reamed for losing Trickster. Uh, we see Barry and Kristen off to the side talking about it. And Kristen even says, like, hey, the Flash keeps kind of fucking up our shit. This sucks. And he's like, no, it's not the Flash's fault. 
And he's like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? And she, as we may or may not remember, because it happened a while ago, uh, is still deep undercover for uh, Captain Singh to out Warden Wolf's corruption from the inside. Right, right, right. By the it way, it does not help our uh, like making fun of Warden Wolf as Dracula when they when they position the gigantic sex head. Yeah, well, that and also like the the shot outside of the penitentiary with the moon and yeah! the, and it's at night. Right. It's and fucking Castle it's just, Dracula. It's just in Castle Dracula. It really is. Like, I'm surprised we don't have the fucking lightning strike every time. It's just like <laughs> back to Iron Heights Penitentiary. <laughs> Who could this be? You got them away. <laughs> and, and you hear the squeaking of like bats over, overhead and everything like that. Yeah. It's like, what are you suggesting, Detective Burns? I should have your badges. <laughs> and so, yeah. hey, good <laughs> you know what everybody this is uh, I, I do want to say this is art by christian deuce which means everybody has good hair hey the uh the artwork real quick is really really top notch in this it's one, great in this issue right here yeah it's like, great it's really good stuff like the, the close-ups bit... on all of these like characters are very well detailed and like very expressive and i kind of loved all of it i will say like i don't really love this story but the art is dynamite really really good stuff yeah uh we cut back to the home of iris west and her and barry are back together uh but they're still trying to figure some out because the memories of the pre-new 52 are starting to seep their way into yeah. the world including the memory at least to iris that she and barry were once married Ooh, which i love I love seeing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, as I guess kind of a bit of a spoiler, um, this this still hasn't been resolved today, here in 2023. What? Um, <laughs> we just had the big old flash war event where Barry just proposed to Iris. Oh my god. This was back in January of this year. What? So oh, this does man. not get resolved in this uh in in this when did this when did this volume come out this is like 2019 this is probably 2018 oh they, wow books were double shipping at this point so it took five years for for, for longer for pretty much barry longer because yeah. this uh oh yeah that's right this started like... in 2016 oh yeah okay so yeah this is this has been oh my god that's fucking crazy it's yeah. been seven years since like he actually proposed when he finally proposed or so that's crazy yeah, wow. yeah. talk about playing the long game as right as, eric as if, shut up as, <laughs> <laughs> oh is ooh, that a deep cut i'm sorry that that's meant that's to be a 12 that that's 10 d8 psychic damage for me and i am not <laughs> prone my god when you know you know i think you uh, need to make a saving throw <laughs> oh i failed my first saving throw automatically that's woof uh, <laughs> oh, i have been down and i am paralyzed um, so oh, we we see that iris remembers that they were married however Barry doesn't. And so she is keeping this memory from him. And that is 
leading to a little bit of tension between the two lovers. Flash gets a little beep, 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 beep from Commander Cold and tells him to meet him in the very same alleyway that Trickster had been dragged into. So Barry suits up. He goes to meet with Cold. And they're like, oh, the, the fucking temporal anomalies are like all over the place here. And a fist punches its way out of the ground. And we get the new avatar of the strength force as the trickster is fucking hulked out. Holy yeah. shit. Like, holy shit. New arm fully made yeah. of like rock and everything. He looks like um he looks like he came from like the mole man's like underground dwelling, you know? It's just he's so looking like the fucking crazy. super scroll over here. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that guy is gonna be uh that guy's gonna be Bob Marley. I just saw his trailer and uh that's really kind of cool. Is I, he really? Know, yeah, yeah. He from being from being a super scroll to being a Ken, and now he's Bob Marley. Like it's you know like, what I will say what a great, say what, what you will about player. Secret Invasion, and I did on this week's episode. Go check hey, it hey, out. Hey. Um he was as good as he could be with the material yeah. he was given in that show. Yeah, I can. So totally I'm glad he's that. he's continuing to get work. Yeah. Um, we see, uh, F Trickster absolutely bodies both of them and decides I am gonna go destroy Castle Dra. I mean, uh, Iron Heights Penitentiary. <laughs> so Frankenstein's monster is looking at Dracula. Yeah. Castle oh my going, god. I'm going to get you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. It's a lie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is this turning into Van Helsing, the movie? Apparently, <laughs> yes. It's kind of why I'm here for this volume. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Through that lens of just going through the universal, like, horror or universal monsters. monsters yeah. I could I could be swayed. But <laughs> we, we cut to hey, chapter 53. Your Van Helsing's are right here. It's Flash and Captain Cold. He's getting uh they're they're both like working together to like stop all these monsters to, oh, from Lord. taking over. It's really great. This <laughs> uh we cut to the 25th century in Central City at Star Labs at a hostage situation. The no. CCPD are waiting outside trying to make negotiations, but one lone officer, Commander never given his name uh <laughs> says we can't wait we need to go in there and save the hostages he kicks the door down to find all of the hostages are already dead and we find out that the culprit is the elongated maniac love that i love this shit right <laughs> i the, love like, this shit what a great what a great like villain idea and like, fucking so terrifying great. too look at him seriously like this look is at those like dark red eyes and ugh. everything like that it's like oh i don't like it yeah like, hey, hey babe new paralysis demon just dropped oh god no just with this the long spindly arms this is what this is what happened this is what uh slender man would turn into a slender man could never okay <laughs> slender man wishes he could be this horrifying like good yeah. lord yeah. but we find out the the elongated maniac did kill the hostages without negotiating fucking this lone cop lights up elongated maniac just fucking shooting and shooting and shooting uh oh, i'm pretty man. sure he's dead swiss cheese 
yeah. Swiss cheese. <laughs> he robocops him. Yeah. Straight he up. Totally robocops him. Yeah. And then it's he is so pulled good. away by his uh his fellow officers who it takes the entire squad there to restrain him. We cut to now. And it is heavily implied that this lone officer is oh, our Oh, I thought Commander you were going to do the thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, t- here we go. Uh, I worry that my emotions sometimes give me tunnel vision. But I know if I found the evidence in any case, it would lead me to the truth. And if I cared about a case, the evidence would stop me from becoming cold. We see <laughs> Commander Cold and Flash waking up after the beating that they got from Trickster. And they recognize, hey, he is just fighting his way across Central City. We get several cuts to different uh, locations on his way to Iron Heights. Uh, he is breaking cars. Nothing can cars. stop the juggernaut. I mean, the trickster. Uh, that's that's what uh, the Hulk. Uh, uh, the thing. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 blockbuster. Yeah, there block, we go. Blockbuster. Right. Hey, great. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That's at least yeah. in universe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. That was really hard, actually, for a little bit to think about. <laughs> it's all just. It's all just Marvel shit. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. But he's why calling do, himself. Why do Marvel trickster? have all the monsters? <laughs> Uh, because it is truly the world outside our window. And we see Aww. Trickster Rex is what he's calling himself now, which is hilarious. And so <laughs> uh, the two cops, two cops, two brothers are on the scene. <laughs> and Flash and Cold are racing to try and catch up with him. Meanwhile, at the Central City Library, Iris is doing some research, trying to figure out these new forces. Uh, as far as we know, we have the Speed Force, the Strength Force, the Sage Force, and the Still Force. The Still Force and the Speed Force are the only ones that we have concrete uh, evidence about. Right. Because the Flash uses the Speed Force, and obviously the Turtle uses the Still Force. All of a sudden, they hear a rumble, and the Flash comes flying through the window, Amazing Spider-Man one style, straight into <laughs> the uh, into the library. Defenestration. And we see, uh, I, and I love this. This is this is classic Flash, where he's like, Iris, hi, can you tell me where the science section is? As he's just laying in this pile of books, <laughs> and it's just it's it's fun. It is fun. Uh, Trickster is battling against Cold. Flash heads back out to try and fight him. The two of them are just not, not strong enough to deal with this guy. Yeah. However, uh, at one point, Trickster grabs the Flash. Flash vibrates to get out of it, and it seems to actually hurt Trickster. And Ooh. so he gets a little woozy. Something has, you know, made this as basically vibrated him out of sync and so he is hurting real bad and he knows the only place that they can take him to back to iron heights uh we see that Kristen is still trying to keep her cover with uh with ward and wolf and <laughs> as they bring him as Flash and Commander Cold show up with Trickster in tow, Trickster says, don't leave me alone with him. Like, don't leave me alone with Warden Wolf. And Flash is like, what? Like, he's <laughs> even, whether he's Barry, whether he's Flash, he's just like, 
what the fuck is going on in this place? Seriously. <laughs> and so, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> but we do have like we do have the best burn in this entire fucking book so far in the series for me where everyone's just like holy shit is that captain cold and warden wolf comes up he's like huh you're not snart you're only playing at being cold and fucking commander cold responds i don't see anyone wanting to be like you and it's just <laughs> boom like fucking explosions in the back it's like oh my god like the <laughs> sickest fucking bird where in the 25th century everybody is a legacy version of somebody else nobody <laughs> is a legacy version of warden wolf i like to think because he's still running iron heights penitentiary in the 25th century <laughs> He's he's fully pale and has embraced his like <laughs> like uh Dracula self in the sense that he has a cape and everything is just like moseying around. He's like uh he's like uh, Gary Oldman in the beginning of Dracula, Bram Stoker's <laughs> oh Dracula. God. He's like that old man kind of version of him with the hair. Yeah, I I I think that's what he is now. <laughs> hey, Gary Oldman in that movie. Good hair. <laughs> <laughs> i love and, it so much <laughs> and so flash is like i have we have to run tests on him he, he, i am not leaving his side warden wolf is like why would i ever let you do anything in my in my place of business and flash is okay what do you want and the fucking warden wolf got an idea an awful idea an evil terrible awful idea and we he's gonna see, ruin christmas he's gonna oh, wait, ruin uh... christmas. <laughs> all those who's down in central city and seriously we... though <laughs> with this with this dog max which is just like oh man the shit-eating grin though is awful it's awful oh, he's man. like i haven't had this fun since the 18th century <laughs> And we see the terms of Flash sticking next to uh, Trickster means he will literally be next to him in holding. Uh, the two are put into these big old glass cases where uh, Commander Colds are running some tests. And he sets up this punching bag inside. He's like, Trickster, just start fucking hitting it, man. Just start fucking hitting it. And we'll see. We'll try and measure the, uh, the strength force. And as this is going on, uh, Commander Cold's like, you know, we should just fucking kill this guy. And Iris is like, are you fucking? Oh, wait, no, that's not Iris. That's Kristen. They draw. The thing is, Kristen and Iris look very similar. The only difference is that Kristen wears her hair in a ponytail. It's the only difference right now. And so. Hey, good hair. Good hair, good hair all around. Uh, Commander Cold drifts back into his memory, back to the 25th century, where he had just been, uh, I'm assuming, kicked off the force. And he's confronted by Cobra, uh, who we know as the, uh, the judge, the temporal judge, who we now know as Hunter Zolomon. And... I'm just, I'm just hearing that fucking Cobra voice in my head. Do these ah! outbursts serve you well, Commander? <laughs> <laughs> ah, sometimes change needs people who can kill without emotion. 
And the guy's like, you expect me to be cold-blooded? <laughs> you act as if that were a bad thing when it just might be the very thing that saves the world. As he unveils the cold gun. So we now know that this this is essentially also uh, Commander Cold's origin story in this volume. Yeah. And we see the uh, strength force starting to overload Trickster's body. His body is not looking great. He's uh, uh, baning out. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Y'all remember? Yeah. Y'all remember the critically acclaimed Arkham Origins, which pe too many people slept on, when uh, Bane gets juiced on the Titan Venom and goes from like cool comic book Bane into terrifying mm. monster Bane. That's mm. what's happening here. And Flash is like, "Dude, let me out. Let me go help him." And they and Warden Wolf is just like, "No, call down my people. We're gonna put this guy down." And when all of a sudden, the Force finds its way to Barry. And now oh. Barry also has the strength force. It's, so you know what that means. It's time! Let's get ready to rumble! Ooh. As Flash and Trickster start beating the shit out of each other and Commander Cold decides, Sorry, Flash, but we tried this your way. The only way we're going to stop the strength force now is by killing both of you. Da, da, da. <laughs> Don't get fooled again. <laughs> uh, issue 54 is basically a full-out battle royale. Uh, Flash and Trickster are fighting each other. Flash is also trying to stop Cold from killing uh, Trickster. It's a whole thing. And so they're fighting. Everybody's going crazy. Flash realizes that the strength force isn't just about size. It isn't just about brute force. It's also about density and gravitational pull. So the strength force is, he starts using it to manipulate gravity around him and mass. Yeah. Super yeah. fucking cool. It's real cool. Like a Gravitron kind of moment right yeah. there. It's kind of really neat. Very kind of kitschy. Cool. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so he starts manip manipulating it. Uh, Trickster I love that goes... Flash is like, uh, I, I forgot about this. Uh, I forgot that Flash has this moment. He's like, whoa, this must be how Superman feels. And it's like, oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, I wish yeah. you were as strong as Superman. That's what yeah, I exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so good. By the way, listeners, give yourself a chance and watch uh, My Adventures with Superman. It's the most adorable thing I've it's ever so seen in my life. It's so fucking good. It's so it fucking is... good. This this is the equivalent. It's like the equivalent of uh, of spectacular Spider-Man to the '90s Spider-Man for me, where it's oh just interesting. Like, this, yeah, this is kind of like the spectacular. This is like spectacular Superman to like Superman animated series to me. It's it's so adorable. Like I love it. <laughs> you know, that's about as ringing an endorsement as we can give for my adventures of Superman because Jacob <laughs> fucking loves spectacular Spider-Man, and I do too. It's, but yeah, seriously, it's so good. And so much so that I screamed so hard when I saw him in the across the universe, <laughs> the spider across the spider verse. Like, oh boy. Oh yeah, that, boy. that was great. Josh Keaton, keep giving that man his flowers. And I, and, and it was him too. <laughs> it was him. It was him. Oh, and man. we don't know, but we did see 
that he that Josh Keaton's voicing someone in the upcoming Invincible season. Mm. Fingers crossed. We might get that Invincible Spider-Man crossover. Oh, shut up. Don't you dare do that. Crazier things no. have happened. No, don't do that. Crazier don't things put have that happened. out there. Because then, then it's just perfect. Then, then it's just perfect right there. Then it's the perfect series that it's been like the perfect Can you imagine if it was actually like that spectacular Spider-Man? Like specifically yes. that version of the character? That particular one, it would be Fucking so cool. It would be so, fantastic. Um, we it see... would be spectacular. Yeah! Da, da, da. <laughs> Don't get fooled again. <laughs> so we see... That's um, just the episode. That, that that's the whole episode. Come, this, is, this is what this episode is. It's just, it's, it's just a CSI like my... It's, like, yeah. it's, it's fucking CSI Transylvania is what it is. <laughs> it's just CSI combined with the Universal Horror Monsters. God, that's um, a, somebody pitch that and make that it. happen. Oh yeah <laughs> and so Take we see all my money. Uh, see and, and there there's the pitch it's just like modern day universal horror monsters but it's csi and it's uh detective van helsing yes free, free idea free idea <laughs> yeah uh, come on universal get on that shit <laughs> we see uh trickster continues to beat the shit out of the flash flash starts using his uh his gravitational force to get the upper hand the two of them continue beating the shit out of each other until a giant explosion and the flash wakes up having lost the strength force however trickster did not and it's a good thing too because he is literally holding up the entire like wing of iron heights yeah to protect his friends the rogues uh, and he says, you know, save my friends. Like, you, you want to help me? Like, you keep saying you want to help me. The rogues are my family. Get my family out of here. Yeah. And so, and that's one of the, that's one of the reasons I fucking love the rogues, dude. Yeah, they're, man. They are, they're, there is truly honor among thieves when it comes to the rogues. They all love each it's other. It's so, it's so good. It's, it's so you don't good. see... You don't see the kind of like bond ship in any of the other supervillains. They're always looking out for themselves. So like it's it's incredible to see these like particular villains like form together, but also like support each other. Yeah, it's, like, very unreal, very cool, super cool. Um, so we see Flash goes and saves the other uh, rogues, telling Axley he's going to come back for him. Uh, he gets everybody out, and then Axel gets this moment as the... And you can see, it's really cool, Christian Deuce, again, doing a crazy good job. Uh, his muscle mass slowly shrinking as yeah. the page goes on. And he yeah. says, you know, for once in my life, I didn't want to be a punchline. wanted to be a big man on campus. And as Flash gets everybody out, he goes back for Trickster, and he says, I just wish I could think of something funny to go out on. And then it crashes. Great fucking line. Great fucking line. Uh, Flash runs into the rubble, moving it, and all he finds is the trickster's arm. Mm. The new uh, rock arm that he got. Uh, in the aftermath, the next morning... This uh, is where you play a little, like, somber version of, like, the Flash theme, you know? Yeah. It's just like, oh. <laughs> and we cut to commercial. Uh, we're yes. back to commercial break. The next morning, uh, Commander Cold and Barry are talking, and 
again, they just are not on the same page. They're yelling at each other. Uh, Commander Cold says, strength force was just the start. You need to get over yourself and get ready. And he rockets off on his uh, his little arrow bike. <laughs> and then Iris is there because she, she's, she's there to cover the story. Uh, Flash fought Trickster and all that. Uh, and she, you know, tells him, look, you need to, you two need to work together. You said you're going to work together. You, you know, you and Wally cost him his home. The least you can do is learn his name. Like, what's his name? And Barry does not have an answer. He has no idea. And so Barry finally says, oh, yeah, well, what about you keeping a secret from me? And talking about how she has that knowledge of them being married but won't tell him. He doesn't know what it is, but he knows she's keeping a secret from him. And so mm -hmm. they part. And we find out Trickster survived. And in this unnamed, abandoned, looks like a museum or a curio shop, uh, he is... <laughs> House of Mystery? <laughs> House of Mystery. Uh, House of Secrets. House of Secrets, yeah. Axel wakes up, and a hand is extended. He says, it ain't your time just yet, kid. If you had just let the para-angels bring you to me from the start, we would have gotten the Flash and Warden Wolf good. But it's okay. It's all about the long con, you know? Come on. Let James Jesse give you a hand. Pun intended. And he comes face to face with the original trickster. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god. So good! So cool. Oh man. And is that uh in the background? Uh is that uh 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 god that, what surface? That is Copperhead, yes. That is Copperhead, okay. So yeah. this so this might actually be the guy who's been running Central City from the shadows that she alluded to. Yeah. What a weird, like, what a twist. weird choice. What a weird twist. I love it. It's like some it, you don't expect it. That's what I kind of like <laughs> loved about it. It was just so it was just like, who could be controlling all of this out of all out of nowhere? And you see like the screens and everything you see, like Flash and, and Snart, yep. like, like talking in the background. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Who could have seen this as Dr. Claw? Like, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> So we then cut to uh, chapter 55. Uh, great cover, by the way. This is like great cover. cover. It's the yeah. same cover that they use for the uh, the trade. Great cover. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, this this cover represents like how my, how I look like every time I'm on in traffic. Basically, this is just like <sighs> the way I always feel. Uh, yeah. You have a little man <laughs> setting fire to your brain. Yeah. Pretty much trying to put out the flames from me just yelling <laughs> and road rage and everything like that. <laughs> So this issue says the return of good friend Scott Collins. Scott Collins. I love Scott Collins art. I Real love good. Scott Collins drawing Flash. He's so good. It's really good stuff. Uh, but we see that it is Halloween. Ooh, it's Warden Wolf's favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. <laughs> my favorite day of the year. Ooh. Did somebody dress up as like private chimp? in these in these in the bottom there or is that actually private chimp i'm gonna say that's actually detective chimp yeah okay okay <laughs> yeah no no no. because this is uh this is justice league dark okay yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that is swamp thing down there and everything like yep. that. and wonder okay. woman because wonder yeah. woman was running uh justice league dark at this point in rebirth that's 
so weird. <laughs> I mean, but it makes sense. She comes from kind of a mystical side of the DCU. Yeah. Th- it's a good shakeup. Yeah, I like the shakeup. It's really good. It's very fun. But we see that Flash is continuing on doing his thing. He is there helping out the Justice League Dark as they face off against Solomon Grundy. Yeah! Born on a Monday. And we also see the other members of Justice League Dark there, Zatanna, uh, Man-Bat. Always good to see them. Man-Bat. They're able to defeat Solomon Grundy, and Barry races off as the Justice League Dark takes it from there. Uh, He and Iris are still still dating, still having a good time. However, uh, I believe, I don't know if this is at the cop bar or not, or if it's just at a regular bar, but we see... It's the corner bar. Yeah, corner bar. And so we see... (laughs) No, corner. Corner bar. It's, a, it's oh, where coroners. It's where oh, coroners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so we see uh, Barry goes to get a drink, and the bartender is actually fucking Commander Cold. I love this. He's he's. We've turned this into Cheers. Flash. Yes, yes, cheers, we Where everybody knows Barry's name. Barry. Barry. <laughs> And so we see that since he is stranded here, he needed to get a job. So he is working as a bartender here. Um, He's so cool. Cold is like still wearing sunglasses inside, by the way. And yeah, it's and, like and just the he, biggest, like brightest, bluest sunglasses you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I want, dude, it, wouldn't it be great if like constantly, like we never saw his eyes in the flash show where he just constantly is just wearing sunglasses Incredible. or something like Would that. Would have been amazing. Amazing. But so we see, uh, Barry gets his drinks and he's like, all right, I'm going to fucking get out of here. Um, oh, this is called Chire's pub or Kyer's pub. I don't know. Uh, we cut back to Iron Heights Penitentiary. Crash! Where we see one McRory. It's Heat Wave. Doing his thing. Heat Wave. We see Ward Wolf is there chastising him like he always does. Uh, at one point, he mouths off, and Wonder Wolf's like, if you continue to use that tone with me, you'll learn there's no way out of Iron Heights. And Heat Wave says, oh yeah, Warden Wolf? Tell that to James Jesse. Ooh. A lot of sick burns in this boy. Somebody, no. s- somebody knows something about James Jesse. Uh... We see all of a sudden Heatwave is struck by struck by something and he just lights up. Uh, Barry uh, finds some kind of like weird wobbly thing happen in his vision. Uh, he goes into his spidey senses. His like spidey sense tingles. His he goes sense. in the bathroom to, you know, splash some water on his face and all of a sudden this spectral terrifying like evil dead deadite version of wally west is in the mirror he's like why did you let them take me flash get back on yeah it's it's scary looking i don't like this it's very unsettling to look at yeah 
and so uh something is going on something might be going on with wally we don't know yet but we see uh at one point iris uh goes up and she she goes to the bar and she's like is that fucking commander cold uh meanwhile <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, we cut back later to uh, to Heatwave's cell, which has been incinerated. Uh, Barry is there with one of the detectives, and Warden Wolf is just like, I don't know what the fuck happened. And Mick is in the uh, infirmary. He's been burned to a crisp again, and he's on life support. When all of a sudden, he wakes up, and he's in this burned, abandoned city. And he is encountered by this fiery demon thing and it's like the human yeah. torch <laughs> yeah right he's like fire is not about pain it cleanses it heals this fire it gives life and so uh barry it you know barry tries to call iris is like hey we're gonna be fucking working on this meanwhile these fucking fire demons suddenly erupt and start Ooh, tearing yeah. their way through Iron Heights. Flash gets Warden Wolf out of the line of fire. And I just love this bewildered look. You know what? We, we've talked before about how good uh, Asad Rivik's what? faces yeah. are during the, uh, during the Days of Thunder. Uh, Scott Collins draws a hell of a what? face as well. Really good as Warden Wolf's just like, Flash? <laughs> gotta, so, gotta love those eyes with the tiny little dot pupil. Uh, that, tiny that little is... dots. Yeah, real fun. Ah, he keeps that expression for a good portion of this page, actually. Yeah, That's you're not part. wrong. <laughs> uh, but we find out that the the demons are not after Warden Wolf. Uh, so we, you know, Flash goes to meet with Mick. Uh, he lights up with this blue flame. It explodes. Uh, Barry and the uh, other detective are suddenly in a completely incinerated prison and they realize they're not they're not in kansas anymore they're inside of mick's mind and he has become this terrifying blue fire creature because he has been infected by the sage force uh chapter 56 we get a quick backstory on mick uh with his classic fucking design i love the old school heat wave and captain cold designs also this uh this uh uh cover page is also really cool Uh, yeah also great great cover page i love dan panosian real okay thank you i was i was i wanted to pay honor to like whoever drew this was fantastic crazy good crazy i need this as a poster like this is a definitely a poster i would have yeah 100 um also in this flashback we get a different perspective of (laughs) flashback (laughs) of the fight from the uh from the eobard backstory remember he came back while flash was fighting with these two during a jewelry heist yeah you also see mirror master in the little window that's fun yeah that's very cute (laughs) ah yeah get him guys you you could totally miss it too that's kind of funny i saw that too i was like wait a minute is that fucking mirror master yeah yeah Yeah, it's really cool so flash the detective have to survive against against Mick, who is being manipulated by the Sage Force, manifested as this fire lady. And we uh, we 
cut to back on the outside, uh, Commander Cold has rocked up and is taking out the fire demons. And so Commander, fire Cold, demons. Yeah, Commander Cold absconds with everybody. Uh, meanwhile, inside of Heatwave's mind, Flash and the uh, Flash and the uh, Detective Burns are trying to find <laughs> out, figure that's, out how. That's, that's hilarious. So, that is hilarious. Re- I didn't even recognize that until you laughed. <laughs> um, they're trying to get, you know, they're trying to get out. Essentially, uh, yeah. Iris shows up to uh, Barry's old apartment, aka Commander Cold's new home, and he, she knocks on the door, and he just goes password like i fucking <laughs> he's such a little shit and i love him it's so good uh, like, iris why? pushes past him and finds that he's got them connected up to uh he's got uh flash detective burns connected up to these like the opposite of heat lamps they're cold lamps to try and keep their body temperature down because he because it being inside heat waves mind they are being superheated and so uh he also has heat waves body just on his couch which i love yes it's great yeah <laughs> uh, so, uh i i don't know why but i i i've i've seen something kind of like similar to this like i don't know check your check your uh check your uh listeners check your like kind of uh, uh what do you call it like check out your your nerdy stuff because like i swear i've seen like where somebody's like laid out like i don't know maybe maybe i'm just thinking of multiple versions multiple sci-fi versions of like star trek where oh they've definitely done stuff up. like this for sure yeah. know what i mean where it's just like they're inside the mind and everything one thing that comes in particular this is a deep pool but uh it's uh it's gunman of the apocalypse from red dwarf this is a real <laughs> deep cut just for anybody who's like knows what i'm talking about it's like i, I love this idea of going into mines and like the body is out there oh fantastic yeah, yeah, porch yeah. That's what it is. It's kind of like in fa- Fantastic Voyage and like Into the Dalek ah, with Doctor yes, Who, yes, yes, you know, yes. kind of like yeah, yeah. I kind of love this. Uh, I I love this volume because uh, this issue just because of that. It reminds me of those. So, meanwhile, meanwhile, Barry and Detective Burns find their way to the uh, mental projection of McRoy's original childhood home. Um, just to just to also point out, listeners, the 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 way they draw the like inside of the mine, it's kind of broken up like in the uh, 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 on the sides of what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? The yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. borders the borders are very broken up and That's very very, very weird and disjointed. And the gutters so are like, cloudy. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like they 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 the way they like uh, distinguish between like reality and in the mine. Yeah, of, of heat wave. Good point. Yeah, very good stuff. And so. You know, Mick talks about his how his family's long gone, and he's just he had to he had, he had to get out of his life, and he is trying to erase everything because of the pain that he's suffered, and he goes crazy. He blows up the house. Uh, Barry goes in to save the uh, the projection of Mick's younger self. And then Mick's body in the real world starts to light up. And Commander Cold Uh-oh. says, if Heatwave has another flare-up like he did at Iron Heights, it's going to destroy all of Central City. Which brings us to chapter 57, the final chapter of this volume. Uh, Barry is running 
into basically this fire maze and detective burns is trapped there with him uh cold is using all of the cold gun that he has to try and cool uh mick down but his body is just flaring up and that's when iris realizes because this whole volume she's been trying to research the forces and she's like something seems really fucking familiar about this and we you want to talk about deep cuts she flashes back to the time that she was stranded in the 30th century this was way back uh before the events of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. When she and Barry were flung into the 30th century. They had a they had a family. They had children. They had a Those, future. Yes. In the future, basically. Yes. Yeah. And she became kind ch- of like the Oracle a little bit for yeah. Flash. Yeah. And it's like kind of cool. Yeah. Check that out, listeners. It's a great, good, good good time. Great yeah. little story. And this is also where Bart Allen comes from from this whole story and she's realizes that while she was in the future way back when she studied the new forces she knows about them and again i'm a basic bitch for continuity and lore so i fucking i really actually did love this yeah it's kind of really this is really cool that's really cool and so iris recognizes what she has to do she you know cobbles together this little um uh this little headband like, thing headband, she's like yeah. you need you need to go in and so we see fucking commander cold rock up inside of mick's mind but he manifests as captain cold yeah like classic so, too as yeah. well. even the way he's drawn feels like it's like they vintage took him from like the old comics and put him into this that's scott form. collins baby yeah, and so we know that uh, Snart is the only one that can calm Mick down because they're, they're best friends. <laughs> yeah, calm Mick down. Yeah, like, yeah, cool him down. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, very nice. Very cool. And so uh, they're able to get Mick back to normal and he gets his sick new design in his, in his mind. Um, the fire <laughs> demon that was manifested from the sage force goes to burn mick uh barry blocks it and then they're able to take out this uh sage force and disconnect it from mick uh which makes the fires go away barry wakes up commander cold wakes up detective burns is just motionless on the ground but i guess they just assume she's okay uh with the crisis having passed we cut back to Iron Heights, uh, where Mick is back, and he's completely healed. Yeah. Completely so healed. No scars. Oh, no scars. Except maybe we'll, 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 we don't know, because he's in his underwear, and uh, so we, 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 he might have something like there, but we can't censor it. <laughs> so we dumb. Censor it. Yeah. Um. In the aftermath, uh, Flash and Commander Cold have come to an understanding. They recognize that they've been very headstrong, but the two of them are back on the same page. They recognize that they need each other to solve these forces. And something really interesting happens here. 
Because yeah. Commander Cold is like, call me Henry. And he gives him his name. And Flash says, huh, that's my dad's name. And Cold goes, yeah, I know. Which I find very interesting. Because we did see that Commander Cold is a blonde. And I'm not yeah. saying that just because he's a blonde means he's related to Barry Allen. But I do find it very interesting. Interesting, yeah. Because we're cool. never given his last name. We just yeah. know his name is Henry. What a coincidence. Well, what a coincidence. Very wow. interesting. Hmm. Hmm. We're going to put that on a... We're going to put that on a shelf for right now. Yeah, we're, we're, that's a special tool we'll save for later. Yeah, uh, I knew you'd say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Barry goes to meet with Iris and her motorcycle. Iris is just the coolest. So good. Yeah, yeah. And so the two of them, you know, talk. They have a little uh, recap about everything. And they realize that mm -hmm. Barry needs to go on this force quest that Fastback was talking about. He's like, I need to go on this force quest. I need to figure this out. But I, I don't want to leave you. And Iris is like, you fuck, you're an idiot. I'm coming with you. And so the <laughs> two of them race off to begin the force quest. Awesome. Meanwhile, in the epilogue, we cut to Earth 18, the home of Johnny Thunder. We see a tornado ripping through what I assume is the Earth 18 equivalent of Central City. And Johnny Thunder is making his last stand. And he is being overwhelmed by this tornado as a voice asks him what Barry Allen was doing, talking to the flashes of the 52 worlds. And when Johnny Thunder tells him, like, he need to go on his force quest, the tornado rips through Johnny and drains him of his life force and his speed as the voice says, finally, the time has come. Barry Allen runs in the right direction toward me, Hunter Zolomon. The true flash. And we see in all his glory, Hunter Zolomon in the buzzsaw belt classic yeah. Flash costume. Yeah. This forest quest is not going to end well for Barry. And that wraps this volume. Craziness. Incredible. Crazy stuff going on. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Jacob, final thoughts on this volume, and what was your favorite part? You know, this is... Um... This is a crazy buddy cop uh, story with like um, with uh, something a little something a little different, but also what you don't expect. Uh, um, I I don't like I I am gonna tell you I didn't I don't like the fact that there's other forces. At the end of the last volume, when I heard yeah. that that was gonna be a thing, I was just like, yeah, this doesn't that sounds pretty dumb. And um and then we get to this, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't so bad after all, because because uh, I loved the Perhaps idea I of just you like too harshly. exactly <laughs> the, the 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 idea of the, his his rogues getting these superpowers from like like the way the speed force in, influences Flash. It's very interesting and very different. And um, uh, 
but but also my I think my favorite thing has been like the buddy cop situation with uh, uh, Commander Snark and 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 Flash uh, uh, throughout the whole I issue is really it was really cool. It was great to see my favorite Flash villain be being the trickster, like actually get his like run in this and how amazing it is to see that that uh, it was uh, it was. It was uh, James Jesse the entire time. Nobody knew it. It was just me and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is an odd ball. This is an odd. I'm, sure I'm not gonna lie. This is an odd ball of a volume, <laughs> but it is. But it's spectacular in in the sense of just like this is uh, some fun comic booking. This is real fun comic booking. I'm not gonna lie. Up and before this, up until this point, I was getting a little bored with this story just because of really? how we were dealing. Yeah, just because of like the way we've been doing with the drama with with Barry dealing with I Iris and like Wally and, and especially the Flash War. It was just like. Yeah, we've seen this before. And like it would have been it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Back to the Future Part 2 for me where basically Doc Brown all he had to do was just explain to Marty instead of taking him back in time or taking him into the future and showing him. That's it, fair. It's, it's sometimes better to tell than it is to show. So so that's kind of where I was at with this uh, with this series. But then we get here and it was like, OK, this is a fun like deviation from all of that. Just to, just to get back to like the good old flashness of him fighting villains and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and trying to work out the relationship with Iris. That's uh, that's my overall feel of this volume interesting i i will say uh going through it again because again i did not like that trickster story um <laughs> first time i read through it and i don't love it i think the the stuff that we've put in around it most uh most prominently the warden wolf of it all is making me enjoy it more than i would have without it um, yeah. So we'll see. I I came out of this a little bit softer on this than uh, than I was expecting, but it's still for me. We are we are in the low point of the Flash run for me so far. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think my favorite part, obviously, it's got to be Warden Wolf. All of his all of his wacky <laughs> antics over in uh, Castle Dracula. Um, but I'm I'm interested. Castle Heights. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't yeah. know what the next volume is about. So I'm very curious to see what happens there. Um, but that does it for this volume. Before we get into next week, though, we've got some emails. Jacob, I'm throwing a curveball at you. Jacob, what time is it? Oh. Oh, it's... Uh, uh, mail bag, mail bag, mail Mailbag, 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 it's a mailbag, mailbag, mailbag. If you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com, put Flash Fam Club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Our first email comes from good brother Michael Cox. Hey, Michael Cox. Who writes in, hey team, hope y'all are doing well. This week I have a Flash fact for you. Barbie is one of the best movies of the year. Mark Ronson <laughs> and Andrew Wyatt deserve the Academy Award for Best Original Song that Ryan Gosley performs, I'm Just Ken. Uh, have you seen Barbie? 
I have actually. You have. I, okay, I yes. haven't. So okay. I will. Oh I God. will take your word for it on whether or yeah. not that song deserves best original song. But I've heard it's the cutest. It's the cutest existential crisis you ever see on film. Oh, perfect! Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I I have a definite lack of existential crises in my life. So oh yeah, right there with you. <laughs> Uh, so thanks, Mike, for writing that in. Our next email comes from Tristan Maldonado. Hey, Tristan, good to see you. Uh, who writes Hello We're Geeks Playing Crew? Hope you hope you guys are having a good week this week. What I like about this volume are the covers by the amazing Dan Mora. His covers are awesome, with fifty two and fifty five being my favorite covers in the volume. Speaking of mm. Dan Mora, did you hear that he's going to draw the Kingdom Come characters, the new upcoming arc in World's Finest? Yes. Uh, Jacob did not hear about this, but I knew about this. Um, World's Finest, written by Mark Wade, art by Dan Mora. They're going to be heading over to the Kingdom Come universe. Oh, that's Uh, so cool. First time Mark Wade has touched those characters in a good long while. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Uh, he writes last week my family and i took a vacation to kalahari resort in round rock texas it was our first time there and it was really fun there were many things for my family and i to do and we all had a fun time over there you can look at what the place looks like and you won't be disappointed when do we when we went to San Antonio, I went to a comic store called Dragon's Lair. That's dope. Ooh. I got myself some new books to read. They are the following. Avengers by Jonathan Hickman, Complete Collection, Volume 1 through 4. Interesting. Um, Miss Marvel, Volume 5 through 7, the 2015 run. Blue Beetle, yeah. Jaime Reyes, Books 1 and 2. Mr. Yes. Miracle by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods, one of my favorite Ooh. comics of all time. Shazam by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. That's a comic. Yeah, and Sideways, <laughs> Volume 1 by Dan DiDio and Kenneth Rockefort. I'll also a comic uh he writes this friday i'm going to go see tmnt mutant mayhem yes and i already know that it's going to be fun shut up Uh, he writes one last thing before i head off with the announcement that skybound is making universal monster comics starting with dracula who would you guys like to get the universal comic treatment i would like to see frankenstein the wolfman invisible man and creature from the black lagoon myself that's all i have for today so i will see you guys next week that's really funny i didn't realize yeah. that we were we were talking about it <laughs> um but yeah uh i mean skybound's all, always doing that cool stuff i'm kind of surprised oh, that yeah. they're not uh starting off with wolfman and having all that spin off of him but yeah uh, they're kind of you know, kind of cool yeah yeah uh, bring back wolfman from uh from invincible and have him do the, oh yeah monster treatment um absolutely i think from a visual like from a comic book standpoint the invisible man's a tough sell for me because yeah. there's yeah it, it's tough i don't know um okay i i i'm a sucker for a good wolf man so yes i yeah. i like the idea of that though i didn't think about the creature from the black lagoon that's a yes. really interesting one as well everyone never everyone keeps forgetting about the gill man that's what he's yeah. also known as yeah so like i'd love to see a, a reinterpretation of the gill man i also was going to throw in uh i'd like to see a new interpretation of the phantom of the opera that would be kind Ooh. of fun that'd be kind of neat and different uh, uh does that count is that part I mean, of it? I mean, he is a universal monster in a sense. Yeah, I, I would say so, honestly, because uh, they keep revamping him during that time. Uh, I would love to see like, uh, yeah, the Wolfman was, is a great idea. Invisible Man is also really great. God, I'm trying to think of like who else was in that bracket that was like 
I'm trying to think of the monster squad. You know, I remember that the mummy, the mummy is also uh, something I, I personally would love to see reinterpreted yeah. because of, I love the mummy in every shape or form, including the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to say, I just, I just want a whole, whole comic series. The Tom Cruise running through, uh, running through the desert with, with the mummy. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah it'd be really fun. It'd be really good. Uh, uh-uh. uh um, what 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 uh, i knew there was one more um i'd love the idea of please make please make van helsing like a, a running line of all of these books please like that's yeah uh, just do what they were going to do with the dark universe but like better you know just, just <laughs> but actually that. make a dark universe yes please like just do that just do that in the comics please uh, so yeah, thank you, Tristan, for writing in. Our next email comes from a brand new listener, which is really always exciting. Uh, this is Kenneth from Norway. Hey, Not only Kenneth. a new listener, but another international listener. Love to hear it. Don't worry, we'll alienate you soon enough. Don't worry. <laughs> Jacob does not speak for me. Um, <laughs> Kenneth writes in, Hi, I'm a new listener who listened to a couple of episodes because I'm a fan of the X-Men, Connor Goldsmith, and the X-Wife podcast and got immediately hooked on the feeling of fun and general positivity. Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Connor and the X-Wife podcast are all of them are wonderful people. We had them on for X-May. They're great. Uh, he writes, I've mainly been a Marvel guy all my life, but I noticed that you had a book club that went through the Flash Rebirth comics. Now, I've never really read much Flash before, but why not jump in and read a whole lot of them and then listen in on some very fun and intelligent people, thank you, uh, oh, discussing thank them afterwards? Well, I did, and I have no regrets. Well, I don't have a good hair and don't know a lot about the dc <laughs> universe i feel like i learned something new every episode and the nerdy and positive vibes of the episodes just make me happy so thank you all of you you brighten up my day every time there's a new episode can't wait to listen to the next one kind regards kenneth from norway uh kenneth i'm sure you have good hair yeah. uh but thank you so much for listening in uh, he does write a ps he said i left you a five-star review in the norwegian apple podcast app i don't know if that counts towards your goal and also since the review is in norwegian i will absolve you from reading it out loud on the podcast um kenneth i appreciate you uh for those of you i've talked about it before on the wednesday podcast i've mentioned it here as well i'm trying to get five reviews on the podcast before uh my birthday on the 12th so we are at fifth. We were at fifteen when I started. Want to get five more over the course of the past week. Just this past week, we got not one, not two, but three new reviews. Uh, Kenneth's does make four. I'm on the lookout for it. I do have um, a what's it called? Uh, uh, an integrations. Translate? thing. So I'm waiting for because sometimes uh, Apple Podcasts waits to let me know what the hell uh reviews i'm getting so it might be a couple days but if it shows up it absolutely counts and if i can read it i will try my best to read it in norwegian just Um, uh just copy it and put it in like a google translator and we'll try our best no i want to read it norwegian i'm just gonna try and read it it's gonna be awful but i'm excited (laughs) to do it eventually um we also did get another and you're worried about me alienating our (laughs) new norway friend like seriously but i'm doing it in earnest you do it for mocking it's not the same (laughs) it's not mocking it's just slightly mocking i do want to mention because i i mentioned it on this on this week's Wednesday podcast, one of the uh, one of the reviews we got this week mentioned you specifically, Jacob. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Uh, it was written by Mullet Overlord, who emailed us last week. 
who wrote uh this podcast is amazing from educational thought provo- if i if you listened on the wednesday i apologize i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be reading it again just for jacob uh <laughs> this podcast is amazing from educational thought provoking main feed episodes to the hilarious and sometimes unhinged book club to even well-crafted theories on the future of international espionage eric has created what might be seen as a dot 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 closed loop of entertainment no wait i can see it clearer now it's a circle a circle of life and death oh god it's the whole in things run and it says cue jacob's goblin laugh (laughs) (laughs) i want to read that just for you that's great (laughs) Uh, we also did get another interview or interview we also got another review from ed Ed likes things. Thank you, Ed, for writing in. I gave us a five star and wrote in. Can't think of a title to hype this up, so just read the review. Spoilers. This podcast is great. Uh, I discovered this podcast through the Comics Collective. Love them. Love the Comics Collective. They're amazing. Go check them out. And oh boy, I'm so happy I did. Eric is such a good host with a great voice and has such and has such great co-hosts that and he's talking about williamson's flash so you know this podcast has taste each episode is insightful and if you want feel good give it a listen thank you ed and thank you kenneth for writing in when the uh review does pop up i will be reading it it will be bad and i apologize in advance but thank you for writing in thanks for listening hope you enjoy the ride i hope you survive the experience Oh, my. We'll see you about that force quest, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, buddy. Uh, next comes from good brother Jacob Goodhart. Hey, what's up, twin? Uh, who writes Dirk Explained Podcast. And now we get to the next part of Wally West's story, Flash Forward, where he... Wait. Wait, we're not doing that? We're still following Barry? Oh, but he's not the Flash. Not the good one, anyway. I guess Wally yeah. got Peter Parkered here and was screwed over by editorial. Don't worry. You never get used to it. You just resent them for the rest of your life and only just... To and just only read older stories that make you happy. Anyway, the story arc is weird. I might, it might just be me, but this arc feels kind of, I don't want to say half-baked. They're trying to do something here, but it just feels like it's not as strong as the rest of the run so far. It does follow a pattern I've noticed where we focus on a speedster villain story than a rogue-focused story. I think that's true. We do have a kind yeah. of a pattern on that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's neat. good to do that, otherwise you just get tired from the repetitiveness, but Trickster being the focus of the first half is weird when they gave him super strength. And it might just be me, but Heatwave without Captain Cold just feels weird. Speaking of the last arc and Speedsters, I was a little confused by your guys' exploration of Hunter's powers. It was my assumption that Hunter was able to manipulate his own personal time and make everything else slow down while he moved normally. So while he looks like he's running at super speed, we all just look frozen in time to him, and this making him an actual reverse Flash. It's also why he can't phase through objects like the Flash, and Instead of the phasing kill move, he does a snap. It's we're we're on the same track. I think we're just describing it differently. Um, But yes, we're on the same page. Um, Speaking of Flash books, I continued my Flash collection with picking up the latest trade of the Jeremy Adams run of the Flash, The Search for Barry Ah. Allen. Great, great run. A great chapter of the story, which has the best Flash annual I think I've read. Linda Park is up is one of my favorite love interest characters in comics, right up there with Mary Jane, and her getting a whole double sized issue to talk about her and Wally's love has changed her as beautiful. Also, the art is next level. Love Sir Gakunya's art, and I really want to see more of it. As for other comics, I've started reading the Jason Aaron run of Wolverine, friend of the podcast, Jason Aaron. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Aaron does the Lone Warrior archetype super well, and I think he perfectly fits Wolverine. Great run, too. 
Uh, he writes, I also finished, finally watched Shin Godzilla, and I can say this might be my favorite Godzilla movie. Though it's yeah, not surprising baby. since it was directed by the same guy who brought us Neon Genesis Evangelion. Exactly. Also, the new adventures of my adventures with Superman are amazing, and I need more. We were just talking about it. Yes. Yeah, baby. And apparently Lois in the show is Korean. Yes, she is. Yeah. She is. She's played by a Korean actress, and they really dug deep into her... Uh, her Korean heritage, which I love, which is a neat change, right. but also weirdly makes me think of Linda Parks and she's Korean and a reporter. Maybe I just want an animated flash TV show with Wally based on the Mark Wade run. Who can say I can? The answer is Ooh. yes. I would Ooh. love that too. Love Ooh, that too. That needs to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, I also can say the scene in episode four with Lois and Clark in the stairwell made me go, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a children's show. Calm down. Yes, it is a children's show, but it is an anime. So yes. certain anime yeah. things will happen. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the, the the niche, the niche of this special little show. Yeah. Uh, he writes for my question this week. I've been wanting to read some Spider-Man books that I haven't before, but the problem with being an uber fan of the webhead means that I pretty much have read all of them. I started listening to Spider-Man audiobooks, which basically take place around the best Spider-Man era of the early 2000s, including Spider-Man: The Darkest Hour, which apparently is the first time anyone uses the idea of Morlun having family members, and so far is used better than they were in the Spider-Verse comic. However, it also contains two things I love from this era. Domestic life with Peter and MJ facing actual issues that people face. MJ is trying to get her driver's license so she can get reliable transport for an acting job. It has this really relatable moment where she gets upset with herself because she flat out fails her driving test. And Peter being a high school teacher. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised by how much people really like the latter of those two. The first is obviously liked as well, no surprise there, but Pete being a teacher is one of the best status quo changes for a character I've seen, and I really want Marvel mm. to give him that instead of working for evil corporations again. Mm. Tricor, Ben with Beyond, and currently with Oscorp. No wonder the best Spider-Man adaptation ever is incorporating that into the next game of the series. Maybe if Marvel took some cues from that, then their writers would actually get applauded at Comic-Con. <laughs> Woof. Uh, this also reminds me of the strange status quo change in The Flash, where the Spectre gives The Flash his secret identity back, which is a weird decision by itself because I like everyone knowing who the Flash is. Wally is working as a mechanic at the police impound lot. It's fitting for Wally, but isn't something I'd consider. What are some of the status quo changes to heroes' personal lives that you guys like? Keep writing the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. Um, yeah, I Ooh. I prefer... I like secret identities. That's my thing. But it was kind of an out-of-left-field choice. I do really enjoy that period of both wally and that period of uh peter as a teacher i love peter as a teacher always have oh, always yeah. will um, especially because he is a mess and him being yeah. a teacher just makes too much sense to me um, yes <laughs> but it's it's interesting right i i love like status quo shifts that can be interpreted uh in different ways like i i love the status quo shift of Doctor Strange having to like getting depowered and having to go around and collect the various mystical items around the world. Um, not necessarily Ooh. like a person, a uh, personal life change, but he is his personal life. Uh, when it comes to you know, strictly like non superhero uh, status quo shifts, I mean, anytime somebody goes to a new city, I really like. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, Dick going to Bloodhaven and having to both times, both times he's made the move to Bloodhaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how his personal life has shifted because of that. I always really enjoy. I think it's cool. Um, mm -hmm. What else? I'm trying what to think else? of what like, else? I'm trying to think of other characters that are like that, too, because uh, um, 
Uh, I mean, Jesus. the rebirth era of Superman, where they shifted him to being a dad, them living back in Smallville. Uh, yeah. I liked that as well. Yeah. Big when fan he became, of that. Just went back to the farm, just being a farmer yeah. and everything like that. Him, was really Lois, and John. Yeah. yeah. I really, yeah, really dug that. That was really cool. Um, God, I'm trying to think of like, when did, uh, didn't uh, didn't Bruce like stop being uh, a billionaire at one point? In recently, yes. Like, yeah, just recently. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we're both looking at our comics uh, <laughs> like collections here to be like, what we're trying to cheat. Something. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, uh, one of my favorites from one of my favorite runs, the Mark Wade Daredevil run, when um, Matt gets disbarred and has to move to San Francisco to practice law yeah yeah i, I love just, that shit i was just trying to think of like yeah yeah absolutely that was really cool that was like funny yeah. just moving to a never different doing the same thing but in a different city it's like really yeah funny. yeah yeah that was very better call saw of him just like just to go out there and do that <laughs> yeah yeah it was really cool uh um geez i i was thinking it's like the closest thing is also i really like the idea of a character being a teacher i don't know why i think it's yeah. just really neat and something different because those who can't do teach anyway <laughs> uh, and i mean uh, yeah. speaking of uh jason aaron during his uh wolverine and the x-men run he became a teacher yeah and it's always funny to watch wolverine try to teach children especially when one of those children is quentin choir <laughs> love that shit i love it when like they make wolverine like the pe teacher because he can't really like <laughs> He he's lived for hundreds of years and yet he and yet he he hasn't learned a thing. Yep. So I think that's really funny <laughs> that they just make him a PE teacher. That's really fun. That's really funny to me. I like uh that. Jacob also writes flash facts. There was going to be a secondary flash book of the new 52 era in the vein of action comics for Superman that was going to be called Speed Force. The book was going to have a focus more on the members of the Flash family. Yes, there was. There was that plan. Uh, it was supposed to be later on because at the beginning of the new 52 Flash, there was no Flash family. But that eventually got scrapped. And you know what? It's fine. I do think that we need a second Flash book just for the rest so that Jay and Wally, or not Wally, I guess right now because he's leading the current Flash book, just like Jay, Max, Bart, Jesse, all of them can also get their time. Um but we are getting that Jake Eric miniseries, which I'm very excited about. Uh, hey, Jacob, real quick. Uh, flash fact. Oh, flash fact. Uh, quick, quick. Flash, flash fact. fact. I really hope that this, I'm not going to see the TMNT movie, but I will say this. I hope it starts a universe where we can start seeing street sharks and biker mice from Mars. <laughs> and uh, I heard we're and, getting some kind of biker mice from Mars thing going on. We are from Ryan Reynolds. Yep. He is working on a reboot of that. And I am 1000% behind all of this. So uh, I want all the spinoffs, uh, like the Cowboys of Muma and oh, all that good stuff. Lord. I want all of it collectively in one universe. Let's do this. Come on. Let's make this happen, people. Uh, flash fact for me, uh, speaking of Turtles, uh, the TMNT episode Turtles Forever, I rewatched after the uh, conversation I had with Matt Draper about the Turtles this week, still slaps. Having yes! three different turtle teams from three different eras is still good it's still holds it's up so good still especially up. with the i love i love the two shredder the shredders the yes. two opposite shredders and like how the old when, version when is shredder just a whiny little bitch yeah. when shredder and craig find like the tw the 2003 shredder they're like i thought we were looking for shredder what the fuck is this like <laughs> because the shredder 
in 2003 spoilers i guess the shredder in that show is basically just a poor manto like an amalgam version of shredder and krang because he's of krang's uh uh race his alien race in that show oh. and so yeah it's great i didn't i it's didn't great. know that that explains so, uh, so when that. they when they defeat him uh, they take like the little alien inside of him and freeze it. And so they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to go find Shredder. And they go in there and they just find this little bitty guy, this little bitty <laughs> alien frozen a block of ice. They're like, this guy. is Shredder? <laughs> what the it's fuck? So and they unthaw him and he proceeds to absolutely body both Shredder and Krang in his little <laughs> alien form. It's so good. So good. It's so good. That yeah, 2003 yeah. show, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and our final email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow, who writes, hey, what's what up, up Flash Rogues? He writes, hope y'all are doing well this week, and hopefully y'all have had a good weekend. Hey, real quick before I get to my main question, what the fuck happened to Jim Gordon in comics lately? Like, I haven't seen him in two years, and Barbara and Bruce never mentioned him at all in comics these days. Is he, like, okay? Does he have his own comic? Is he dead? Last I checked, Renee Montoya was acting commissioner of the GCPD, so what happened to Jim? Um, so that is a multi-tiered question. Um, Renee is, I believe, still acting commissioner? No. Maybe it's Bullock right now because Renee is it's... like on the precipice of becoming the question again. Jim yeah. left the police force to chase down the Joker in that um, that Jim that Three Joker Jokers? series. No, no, yeah, no. That, there, oh. there was a series by uh, just called Joker. I think oh, it was yeah. by Williamson as well. Uh, okay. Art was by Guillaume March, but it was essentially a Jim Gordon book trying to hunt okay. down the Joker. Wow, That's, he's been. I got to check that out. He's been, you know on the road doing that so that's where he's been recently so basically he's been like a a, a private eye detective now basically essentially yeah yeah yeah. that's okay i want i need to check that out because yeah. that's real cool that's so that's he's fun. he's doing his private eye thing right now yeah. uh completely independent from basis. gcpd yes detective uh, jim gordon <laughs> adam writes you. <laughs> for my question this week i wanted to ask the three of y'all this what are some comic books or imprints from back in the day that you'd like to see brought back in any medium not only that but what creative team either in comics film or television would you like to run it Ooh. for example i'd love for marvel to bring back the marvel knights imprint with brian michael bendis tom taylor mark wade and ed brubaker leading the imprint giving street level characters like daredevil Ooh. and luke cage more attention and bringing characters yeah. like spider-man wolverine and black panther back to street level adventures as far as dc goes i'd love to see an animated series adapting gotham central while also being a critique on modern day police <sighs> brutality and militarization of the police in many cities oh, God, such as yes. gotham Basically, I want DC to do an animated uh, version of The Wire, but in Gotham. Would love yes. to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this. Take care and much love as always. I'll catch y'all next week. I fucking love that idea. Fucking want that. Especially Been making it, it an animated series would be oh, yeah. very interesting in today's yeah. day and age. It would be like Law and Order, but it was, but it's all animated and it's just yeah. It's it'd just be The gross. Wire, which is incredible, yeah. or The Shield, it's, or The Shield. Um, yeah, either yeah, one yeah. of them. that sounds amazing. I would even say yeah, you could apply that to like Punisher with the uh, uh, um, like the Max series. Like I kind of absolutely you can have fun with that a little bit too. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see what is some sh stuff that I would. What do you? What What about you, Eric? You, I you mean, go ahead. mentioned it earlier. I think it would be great to have like an animated series of that uh, that Mark Wade Wally West run. I think yes. it'd be really cool. Um, yeah. 
it'd be it'd really be really fun too like to g give us that you know that flash on tv that we've been missing for a little bit now um let's mm. see here for imprints um I... you know what i i really wish we got more young animal stuff they that eh. imprint went away too soon for dc <laughs> uh for i know making I... all ages comics but you know what i want all right i figured it out Let i me. figured it out Give me, give me the Pet Avengers in this, in this from Pixar. Come oh, on, Pixar, Lord. make the Pet Avengers a thing because they already, they already did that with Warner Brothers animation with the the League of Super Pets over there, and they're like, yeah, fuck that. It's all about the Pet Avengers. Let's be real. <laughs> Come on, let, give me the Pet Avengers looking for the Infinity Stones and defeating Thanos. Come on, let's 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 go all the way with that. Um, I also would really love to see an anime of of squirrel girl uh that was another you've been beating that drum for a while yeah i will totally i will 1000 percent support anything anime but mainly specifically squirrel girl just because how adorable and optimistic she is yeah would definitely really like translate into like an anime and just it's, and seeing the villains would be really kind of cool and neat and different so yeah give me that especially after shout. watching my you know especially watching my my adventures with superman get that team to do like Dude, a squirrel girl show that would if, be so if we're cool. talking anime adaptations give me iron fist the anime like oh, it is begging God. begging to be made Jeez, begging to be is, made i've been beating just, this drum for years oh man that is just like why is that not existing right now that it should be just, a thing that is dumb that is like stupid that is not real but yeah, because this is a Stringfellow joint, he did write a PS where he writes, Flash fact of the day, there are female lions in the wild, and sometimes in captivity, that have a higher testosterone chemical than normal lionesses. And due to this, scientists have noticed that these lionesses with higher testosterone levels can de develop manes and act as males as well. So in mm -hmm. short, there are indeed trans lions out there in the wild. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that, conservatives? fucking harping on the animal kingdom there and sometimes <laughs> penguins are gay whatever jacob's doing this weird shoulder move right now yeah, i don't know what i'm doing he's... the i'm doing the spongebob uh, like thing i'm doing the spongebob <laughs> meme where it's just like yeah they, uh, penguins could be gay yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever that's that's the uh that's doing the same spongebob meme for uh for hunter last week <laughs> <laughs> i'm a flash point i'm a flash point <laughs> I'm a hater. <laughs> but yeah, thank you to everyone for writing in. Once again, if you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put flash, flash fam club. It's harder and harder for me every week. Uh, in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. But that does it for the episode. Next week, we are continuing on the adventures of the Force Quest. Force uh, With Flash Volume 10 entitled Force Quest. And the synopsis goes like this. Following Flash War, Barry Allen remains the Flash, but he's no longer the fastest man alive. With Hunter Zolomon on the run and new forces such as the Strength, Sage, and Still Forces unleashed on the multiverse, Barry must leave Central City behind and travel the world to learn the secret history of the Speed Force. So that is going to be issues 58 through 63. Be there or be square, not a circle, next Friday when we tackle the Force Quest. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, 
but yeah that's that's we're gonna see we're gonna see i haven't read this i haven't read this volume i'll let you know that right now um so i am very curious to see how this goes you you and me malcolm has read this but you and me are going to be coming to this with fresh eyes so i'm excited to see what that what happens and whether i actually missed out on something but that is going to be all for us uh for the geek explain book club i've been eric azana i've been jacob brown and for malcolm russell nelson thank you so much for listening stay safe and we will See you next time. Whoa, trickster, have another joke. What do you call a pile of cats? A meowton.
I really liked this volume. No, you did stop. No, you did stop. I kind of liked this volume. Oh, I love it God. when everyone it's hates so it, and I'm just like, oh man, I kind of liked this. All right, here we go. <laughs> 